Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I am the host, Brianna Battles, founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism and CEO of Everyday Battles. I'm a career strength and conditioning coach, entrepreneur, mom of two wild little boys, and a lifelong athlete. I believe that athleticism does not end when motherhood begins, and this podcast is dedicated to coaching you by providing meaningful conversations, insights, and interview topics related to fitness, mindset, parenting, and of course, all the nuances of pregnancy and postpartum. From expert interviews to engaging conversations and reflections, this podcast is your trustworthy, relatable resource for learning how to practice brave through every season in your life. Welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. Today, I wanted to share a sentiment that I feel is extremely important for all female athletes to listen to, whether you are like in your 20s, maybe like pre-babies, or you're in your seasons of pregnancy and postpartum, or you're pursuing your lifetime of athleticism, whatever that may look like for you across a spectrum of fitness interests and athletic abilities. So obviously, I have a business that is focused on pregnancy and postpartum athleticism. Those are coins I turn. I should say, those are terms I coined years ago when first starting out, pregnant athlete, postpartum athlete, pregnancy and postpartum athleticism. That literally wasn't a thing. It's copyrighted now, right? And we've seen a huge shift in our culture to acknowledging like we are not fragile. And where a lot of my businesses come into effect is acknowledging that we are also not invincible. So how do we navigate that messy middle? And here is a sentiment that I think will help acknowledge that messy middle of, yeah, not fragile, not maybe our mom's generation, not our grandparents' generation, but like our generation, a lot of like millennial women who are saying, yeah, like I am an athlete or I'm going to keep training through pregnancy. I am made to do this. It's like lifting don't lift over 20 pounds is ridiculous, but listening to my body when I don't really know what to listen to, because we haven't been taught a lot of that, like that's also kind of ridiculous. So here's how you can navigate that messy middle of really knowing what this season looks like and why it matters. Pregnancy and postpartum matter because it is the introduction to the rest of your lifetime of athleticism. And if we are unwilling to make the necessary adjustments for both our body and our brain during those seasons, it sets us up for struggles long-term. Those do not always show up as symptoms right away. It can frankly be like mental health struggles because there's a significant change in lifestyle in routine, in identity, in abilities, sometimes aesthetically, there are so many changes. And then we obviously have considerations like diastasis recti and changes to the abdominal wall and the core in general, um, incontinence where maybe there's you pee when you sneeze or when you jump or whatever it might be, or pelvic organ prolapse, where you feel like something is coming out of your vagina and Lifting doesn't feel right and sex doesn't feel right. And now like that's a quality of life issue. So I feel like pregnancy and postpartum is this introductory phase to, okay, 
what I have always done actually no longer serves me right now. I have to make adjustments. I actually have to learn about my body intimately for the first time in my life. And I have to address a lot of the mindset and mental health considerations that maybe you've had under control previously or hasn't impacted your life as much. But now that there's a baby coming, I mean, all of our vulnerabilities get exposed through motherhood, right? All of our insecurities, if you have a history of eating disorders or body dysmorphia, anything like that, like so we are so vulnerable and, you know, vulnerable to experiencing a lot of those mental health triggers because there is such a transformation that happens physically, mentally, and emotionally. So when you are looking to train during pregnancy and train postpartum, you're not trying to prove something to yourself or others. You're already fit enough for birth. You already have a great baseline. That's actually like really elitist thinking anyway. There's there's a variety of bodies that give birth. And we I don't I just don't think there's a lot of value in saying being like fit for birth. We can be as healthy as we possibly can be for whatever that looks like for us. And that is different for every single person. And that is not an athletic ability or a size shape or anything like that during pregnancy or beyond. So I think we just have to keep that in mind when knowing why are we making adjustments during pregnancy and postpartum? It's not a matter of, can I do this? It's a matter of uh, like knowing, does this serve me right now? And does it serve what I actually want Long term, we can't control everything, but we can control our ego and we can control how we train and the choices we make for exercise during that season to make sure that it's serving our body and serving our growth. And I think that's a huge piece that gets overlooked is, you know, we're, we get pregnant, we are, you know, preparing for motherhood, preparing for our first baby, preparing for our third baby, whatever it might be. And we desperately try to hold on to who we were, what we used to be able to do. And like, there's almost this attitude of maintenance, but really we have to shift that attitude to, I am staying present in the brain and the body that I'm in now. And I'm making choices on behalf of what I ultimately want to do, whether that is, I want to do and like how to feel right? How do you want to feel in your body? Do you want to be ruled by macros? Do you want to be ruled by, well, I have to have a 300 pound deadlift or whatever it might be. Like that is not sustainable. There are goals to have that we can put metrics behind and that is fine, but our life will change no matter what. If we are lucky, we are only getting older and there are so many opportunities to discover different athletic abilities, different interests, different ways to express who we are and what our identity is becoming. Like identity is fluid. And this is something I talk about a lot. I think that's a sentiment from James Clear in Atomic Habits is, you know, our identity has to be fluid. And that is so hard for athlete brains. But again, if you care about fitness, whatever that looks like for you, hiking, biking, triathlons, CrossFit, powerlifting, whatever it might be, then you have to look at the seasons of pregnancy and postpartum or surgeries or illness or whatever it might be and frame it in the 
long-term. Like I want to be an athlete for as long as I possibly can with a body that serves me and is not chronically injured or that I'm not chronically at war with when I look at myself in the mirror or that I'm constantly having to check in with about like my body image or, you know, just being like really ruled by like diet culture, right? Like there's so many things we have to address and we have an opportunity to address that during pregnancy and postpartum again on behalf of that lifetime of athleticism. I don't know about you, but nobody ever taught me about a lot of the changes that my body would be undergoing. I just thought like during pregnancy, I just thought, well, you know, like we're made to do this. We're just designed to get pregnant and grow a baby and the baby's just going to come out. And it's not always such an organic, natural process. I mean, there are so many variables that influence getting pregnant, being pregnant, delivery, postpartum recovery, and returning to the activity that you want to do postpartum while being really cognizant of like what your body's been through. We are not fragile, right? But we are so more susceptible to injuries and symptoms than we have ever been, like new symptoms, new injuries, and we've ever been susceptible to before because our whole structure of our body is changing. It's supposed to change. And that's why we have to change our approach. And that can be really hard because again, our ego is so, and I don't even like use ego. Whenever I say ego, it's never like in a negative sense, right? Like ego can totally serve us, but we have to be able to leverage it appropriately. And where I've gone wrong and where I've seen so many of the athletes I've worked with, whether I worked with them intimately or just through the years, um, all the messages and stuff like that and emails is, you know, the ego is like overriding what they actually needed for their body during these different seasons. So a way to really zoom out and look at what you need to do is to really examine what do I want to be doing at 35, 45, 55, 65. When I'm a grandma, what do I want my quality of life to be like? And God, I hope it is not obsessing about stretch marks when you're 60 something years old. How depressing does that sound, right? Like, I hope that we are, when we reach that age, that we are active with our grandkids and we're able to do the activities that we want to do to stay as healthy as we possibly can stay. There are so many things that are outside of our control, but how we treat our body and our fitness through everything that is thrown at us through our lifetime pregnancy, postpartum, orthopedic injuries, illnesses, surgeries, whatever it might be, like how we treat our body during those vulnerable times. I mean, that is a, that's significant, right? Because that influences the rest of our life and our body and our, our mental and emotional relationship with that. And how much time do we really want to give that to feeling, um, frustrated or comparing ourselves to somebody else or to even who we used to be. And we live in such a world where we're marketed at constantly of like, get a flat stomach and lose your baby weight and just bounce right back. And if you work out through pregnancy, then you'll bounce back even faster. And I understand the sentiment very well. I like did not want to look like I had a baby after I had Cade. So I, I totally get that. And I think a healthier approach to pursuing how you want to feel, which is a comparison to back then, 
is to reframing it, thinking about how are we moving forward with the new circumstances? There's a new life. There's a new body that has been changed. And I, how do I want my approach to feel? And that's working towards that lifetime of athleticism. And that's looking forward rather than looking back. And that alone can make such a significant difference. And we, we have to just be able to acknowledge that. So acknowledging that mindset and then being able to acknowledge our you know, physical body and how that's changed and how pregnancy structurally changes our body, what happens to our abs, the pressures to the pelvic floor, how our exercise can you know, potentially aggravate some of those symptoms sometimes or act as like a prehab or rehab strategy for those seasons. And we have that information now. We did not have that information eight years ago when I was pregnant. Like we just didn't have it. And it, and we do now. And we do in a practical way. It's not just clinical. It's not just going to a PT and being like, well, wait, well, what does that mean for my deadlift? Or what does that mean for how I feel in my body? Like we have better resources and strategies now. And thank goodness, because it was so lonely feeling like, man, no one gets what I do and what I want to do and how I feel. And like, I'm not washed up. Like, you know, I th- again, like so many of us are this generation of being like, no, I'm, I'm still worthy. I'm still strong. I'm still fit. My time, I'm not, I'm not done here. You know, like I'm not done. We have stuff to do professionally, personally, athletically, whatever it might be. We are not washed up. Therefore, our choices have to reflect what we actually want, which isn't just serving our ego in the moment. It feels good, right? But it's making those choices that will forever impact our relationship with our body and how our body functions and performs long-term. So as female athletes and as coaches who support female athletes, we really have to take the seasons of pregnancy and postpartum into consideration because they act as this catalyst for that lifetime of athleticism. I think a lot of people think that because my business is pregnancy and postpartum athleticism, that I must care so much about pregnancy and postpartum. It must just like light me up. And what's funny is like, I never, ever, ever would have considered working with this population that it honestly just felt like lame and unrelatable to me. And then when I became a pregnant athlete, And experienced motherhood while still like knowing who I was and what I wanted to do. Uh, I just got mad because I realized there was such a disconnect with strength and conditioning, with supporting female athletes and thinking that our athleticism is over once you become a mom. And I just got pissed at that sentiment, right? No one like straight up said that, but like that was the feeling was okay, well, we're only athletes until like 22 when you graduate college. And then after that, well, like maybe and if you're an Olympian or something or play professional sports, then you're an athlete. But then there's this whole culture of us who, okay, we're getting pregnant and now we're moms, but like, I still want to deadlift and I still want to sprint and I still want to do triathlons and I still want to do all these things. I'm still athletic. And that was when I guess I realized that okay, if I care about female athletes as a strength conditioning coach, like I really care about female athletes. And I also care about my own 
health and performance, like that didn't end just because I became a mom. Well, then shit, I like, I better learn as much as I can about these two particular seasons in the life of female athletes, right? Like there's so many of us who do choose to have babies once or twice or five times. And if we don't have good information and a good approach around that, then we're going to be pissed off <laughs> like because we're not going to be able to do the things we want to do at, in the capacity that we want to do them. Like we just needed better information. So I'm not in this business because I'm just like this birth nerd and I just like love pregnancy and like postpartum. Like I don't, <laughs> I just don't. But I care about female athletes through their lifetime. I care about them as seven-year-olds. I care about them in high school. I care about them in college. I care about them in that season of figuring out who they are and what they're doing after college. And I care about them when they become moms. And I care about them when they are grandmas and going through all the different life season changes, that lifetime of athleticism. And I think if you're listening to this and you're familiar with anything I do, I think you can see that, right? Because it is walking the talk. It's seeing not just featuring people that are, you know, pregnant or postpartum. It's like, no, I'm in my thirties and I'm doing jujitsu. And I wasn't doing that 10 years ago. I wasn't even doing that two years ago. Like, but now I am. Our athleticism does not end when motherhood begins. And I look at my mom and I see her, she's turning 64 this year. And she's like the most active person I know. She goes to CrossFit and then she'll go on a 30 mile bike ride. And then during winter, she skis three times a week and she hikes and she does all of this because she just didn't get to do that when she was raising my sister and I as a single mom. But now she's finding like, God, I want to use my body as much as I can because I love this and it is fulfilling and it adds to her quality of life. She's not doing it to be skinny She's not doing it to even like be super muscular, which like she's like this jacked little lady. It's so funny. But she's doing it because she just like really freaking likes it. And God, isn't that what we're striving for? When it all comes down to it, isn't that what we're striving for? Is to move our body and appreciate our body for what it can do for us, even if that's different than what it used to do for us. What do you want at 64? I know what I want. And I'm going to, to the best of my ability, as informed as I possibly can be, do whatever it's going to take to give me the best quality of life with the things that are in my control. I'm going to do that. And again, I feel if you're listening to this and you're familiar with the work that we're doing, like that's what sets this apart. It's not about pregnancy and postpartum fitness. That is like so superficial for everything that we're really about, which is how are we supporting female athletes across the span of their lifetime? For most, that change, that catalyst is pregnancy and postpartum because that's when so much of your brain changes and your approach changes. That's when your exercise changes. That's when your body changes. There are so many life changes, routine changes, physical, mental, and emotional changes that occur there that influence the rest of our life and our body and our relationship with our body and our relationship with training and it provides a great opportunity of growth, a great opportunity of athletic maturity, a great opportunity to really understand the changes to our body and how to advocate for our body, how to make sure that we are cared for and that we recover well and that we progress well. 
all of that. This is a huge opportunity to really, to really like assess what we're doing and how we're doing it and how it's going to keep serving us. If this episode resonated with you, if the intention of pregnancy and postpartum athleticism in this business speaks to you, I want you to know that we have a lot of different resources to support you. Um, I actually just released a free mini course and it's for coaches, practitioners, or those who are just kind of coaching themselves through this season of life, um, of pregnancy and postpartum. And it is just called intro to coaching pregnant and postpartum athletes. And it kind of covers the things like you need to know these things. Like if you are coaching people, or again, if you're coaching yourself, like at least know these things, because that's what will help serve your yourself or your clients in a way that sets them up and does not set them back. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. But again, it's totally free. It's a mini course called Intro to Coaching Pregnant and Postpartum Athletes. And again, you do not have to be a coach to listen to it um, and learn. It's a great overview of like, here's what you need to know. And here's what I certainly wish I would have known both as a coach and an athlete. And yeah, if that speaks to you, I would love to have you join our movement, whether it's as an athlete or by becoming a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I have tried to create as many resources and programs to support those who are in these seasons or those who want to use the opportunity to support pregnant and postpartum athletes and learn more and and truly be a qualified voice to help advocate for people pursuing their lifetime of athleticism beginning with the pivotal season of pregnancy and postpartum. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If this episode or any of them have just like resonated with you and you like this work, please, please, please leave a review on any, whatever platform you're listening to. It helps people find us and what we're doing. And I would just like really appreciate you rating and reviewing this podcast. Thank you. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practice Brave podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and help us spread the work we are doing to improve the overall information and messaging in the fitness industry and beyond. Now, if you are pregnant and you are looking for a trustworthy exercise program to follow, I have you covered. The Pregnant Athlete Training Program is a well-rounded program for pregnancy with workouts for each week that are appropriate for your changing body. That's 36 weeks of workouts, three to four workouts each week, and tons of guidance on exercise strategy. We also have an at-home version of that program. If you are postpartum and you're looking for an exercise program to follow, the eight-week postpartum athlete training program would be a really great way to help bridge the gap between rehab and the fitness you actually want to do. From there, we have the Practice Brave Fitness Program, which is an ongoing strength conditioning program where you get new workouts each week and have a lot of guidance from myself and my co-coach, Heather Osby. This is the only way that I'm really offering ongoing coaching at this point in time. If you have ever considered becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I would love to have you join us. Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism is a self-paced online certification course that will up-level your coaching skills and help connect the dots between pelvic health and long-term athletic performance, especially during pregnancy and postpartum. Become who you needed 
and become who your online and local community needs by becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. Thank you again for listening to the Practice Brave podcast. I appreciate you. And please help me continue spreading this messaging, this information, and this work. Thank you.